Welcome to the Next Level Social Podcast. I'm your host, Ayla Sorachuk, and my purpose is to help female entrepreneurs create businesses and brands through social media and online marketing so they can start to attract their ideal client and start generating the leads, the sales, and the income that they deserve. If you're ready to take your business to the next level and start showing up online like the unstoppable entrepreneur that you are, then this is the perfect place for you. Let's get social. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of the Next Level Social Podcast. I am so happy to have you here. I am Ayla. I am your host of the show, and I am honored and grateful, as always, to have you here. And if this is your first time tuning in, welcome. I am excited for you to dive into this episode because, my loves, today's episode is another one brought to you by popular demand, aka the reoccurring themes that come up on my mastermind, group coaching, and one-on-one mentorship calls. Whenever I see the same questions and the same topics and the same feedback concerns continuously popping up with the women that I work with, especially if it's more than once in a week, I know it's time to bring it to the mic and break it down here Because if my girls are having the same questions, comments, problems, concerns, you over here on the other side of this microphone probably are too. And this week, the reoccurring theme was all about our most valued resource. Nope, not money. The other, probably even more important valued resource, which is time. Time, time, time. As entrepreneurs, even just as human beings, time really truly is our most valued resource. We hear all the time, especially from those in our networks who are older than us, time goes by so quickly, time runs out, before you know it, you blink and it's gone, right? We always hear this and it's so true. In business, it's important to talk about because it's the most important piece of life and this week, My girls really just didn't seem to have enough of it. They didn't seem to have enough time. I think we all have been there. It's normal. And when this starts to happen in our businesses, in our home lives, in our personal lives, it can pile up. The overwhelm can creep in. And as we all know, this can lead to one very scary thing, which I have personally experienced and shared on the podcast before and it was not fun, but it can lead to burnout and it can lead to health problems and it can lead to our businesses not thriving and all things that aren't a vibe. After spending 12 years running multi-million dollar companies, I've done a lot of hiring and firing and growing and scaling and now I'm doing this for my own business over the last year I've learned a lot. There's one thing that I have learned for 100% certain, and that is, I'm going to say it twice here, (laughs) in order to elevate in your business, you need to be willing to delegate. I'm going to say it again. In order to elevate in our businesses, we need to be willing to delegate. Period. Dot. Trying 
to do everything yourself is a serious recipe for disaster. Or at the very least, it's just you staying very small. And ain't nobody listening to this podcast got time for that. Am I right? We are bosses. We are wanting to elevate our brands and show up and grow and scale and be profitable and make an impact and make an income and live life that feels freaking fire, right? That is the vibe. And that is what we're talking about. I'm very aware that not everyone listening to this episode may be in the season or at the stage of their business where hiring support is necessary. I get it. We're all at different stages. This episode does apply because no matter where you're at in your business, delegating and hiring should be the end goal, right? We want to be growing. We want to be scaling. We want to be evolving. And with that, you are going to face having to eventually delegate no matter what learn what you can now and listen to this episode and take it in and start to plan and think about the future and think about the future badass boss you're meant and you're born to be and it's going to happen no matter what okay I'm here to say it and it will this still does apply for you and I get it it's overwhelming and thinking about hiring and outsourcing tasks in our businesses and our lives it can feel scary things can pop into our brains limiting beliefs such as No one is good as I am at X, X task in my business or X specialty in my business. Or I don't want to spend the money, Ayla, when I can do it myself and I can do it better. And I am a creative. This is art. This is my business. This is what I do. How can I have somebody else do this? And I also heard hiring and onboarding someone is another job that I'm going to have to do and I don't have time for it. And I hear these things all the time and I can hear all of these things. Probably you're resonating, maybe nodding your head, relating. I can hear it right now. All the limiting beliefs coming through the speakers. This is exactly what my girls are saying to me and I get it and I hear you. One of my clients specifically is an incredible world-renowned photographer. She's insanely good at what she does. It's wild. She's booked daily, I think from now until the new year, every single day. Revenue and demand isn't the issue for her, right? It's time. And so this is the conversation. She's shooting weddings and mini sessions and engagement sessions. She's traveling, you name it. And she's saying yes to everything also because her work ethic is unreal and she's a powerhouse, but she is burnt the F out. She is fragile and she is overwhelmed because she's doing it all she's editing and she's booking and she's sending contracts and answering emails she's doing all her own social media content and she's a mom she has babies and and she's a wife and a sister and a friend she's trying to scale with me with a course she's exhausted I'm exhausted just listing all these things off and I've been there and I know so many people have been there and so many people can relate which is why I'm doing this podcast and this woman this incredible woman that I get the privilege of working with has busted her chops for 10 years her business is solid and it's now at a point where we all reach where it's time to grow and it's time to scale I'm going to tell you what I told her this week and I'm also going to tell you what she told me in return She's exhausted. She's overwhelmed. She's guilty from not spending time with her family. She's afraid someone else can't do it like she's going to do it. Her editing is her specialty. 
She has no time to hire someone and she's not wanting to invest in the help. That's what she told me. So I'm going to break down now what I told her because I know so many of us can relate and may be in this place or at least getting to this place now or in the future in our businesses. And I say this all the time on this podcast and I'm going to say it again and it's also what I said to her. If you cannot take you out of your business, you actually don't have a real business. And I know that stings, that hurts because so many of us are our own businesses. It's important to keep this in mind. And this is why I'm always, always preaching two things. And I guess now three today, which is this is why we need reoccurring revenue in our business. This is why we need money coming in from multiple different streams and at least two of those streams need to have nothing to do with us in terms of our time and they also need to be automated so aka they're making you money in your sleep all day every day this is the goal right so these are things like digital downloads and ebooks and courses and master classes even physical products And then taking it a step further and setting up optimization and funnels in the back end of our businesses that are automated and leading your customers to buy from you, right? Those are things that I talk about on this podcast all the time. These are things that I've done for so many businesses. And this is now what I do with all my clients. So if that piece is something you need help with, send your girl a DM and let's chat. But now even taking it one step further, yes, we have reoccurring revenue and automation. Brilliant. And then in order to take it one step further, you need to start delegating. This and only this is how you are going to grow and scale. So I know I can hear you right now. Okay, Ayla, we hear you. We get it. Point, point made, point taken. Where do I begin? How do I do this? How do I start? Well, of course, I'm going to tell you. And of course, I have steps like I always do. If you're familiar with the podcast, I'm big on on steps and takeaways and action items. So of course, I got some steps from you. Number one, when you're ready to start delegating in order to elevate, start basics, start from the beginning and start writing a list of everything that you do daily and weekly in your business and in your personal life to keep things moving forward, to keep the ship sailing. Everything, every little thing from emails to copywriting to creating reels, to sending contracts, to creating payment links, to processing order, every single thing. I'm talking everything. Write it down. Get it on paper daily, weekly, all the things. And then number two, I want you to look at this list. I want you to break it down into things I like slash love doing because I'm sure and I hope that there's things in your business that light you up. So things I like doing. Next column, things that I'm doing but I probably shouldn't be doing. And then things that I'm doing that I don't want to be doing. I want you to allocate, just roughly kind of give yourself an estimate on how much time you're spending on each of these tasks, okay? This is an important piece. And then from there, number three, I want you to take these tasks and take these columns. I want you to break down the things that you wrote down that you shouldn't be doing or you don't want to be doing into certain categories within your business. And this is going to look different for everyone. We all have different businesses and different business models. Some examples and some of the most common ones that I've seen and and I've hired out for is admin tasks, content, social media, there's marketing, there's financial, 
customer service, that's, a, that's another big one. And then personal. Those are just some vague categories that are that I've seen pop up in my sphere most commonly. It's going to look different for everyone, but start to break it down into to categories because from there, it's going to give you a really high level overview of, of where your time is going the most and where and who you can start looking for help for. What, what does this role look like? What is this person? What, what, where do they fit in the sphere of your business? Usually the first things that you can start to think about offboarding are the admin tasks, to be honest. So things like email, customer service responses, so intake forms, direct messages, support inbox, basic content, like basic, basic, because as we know, social media management and like marketing is a whole other role. But if it's basic, if it's just sending things out, newsletter, social copy, things like that, usually a VA or an administrative role in this day and age can, can tackle that. Look at the things and, and kind of try to see where you're spending the most time, where you don't want to be spending the most time. Also, what is bringing in the revenue tasks? Those tasks are important too, whether those are ones you want to keep yourself or whether those are ones that you need a specific person for, like perhaps a salesperson. This is all going to look different for everybody, but definitely starting to think about, of course, revenue generating tasks and who needs to be doing those. And it'll look different for everyone. And you're going to get to see where you're supposed to spending the most time and where you no longer need to be or should not be. When you do that, that's when you can start to see where you need to be delegating first. Like I said, a VA, maybe a copywriter, maybe a social media manager, maybe a video editor. It's going to look different. And I usually like to then, based on that, based on what I have written down, what I'm seeing, I personally like to put together a bit of a job description and I like to take it to social media to promote the role write down and promote the basic description. I trust my personal audience and my personal network the most. And to me, referrals are gold. This is why we all want to be doing such incredible jobs in our businesses as we are, because word of mouth and referrals are gold. That's where I like to kind of advertise for something like this first and foremost and see what comes in. Of course, you can always put together a job description based on the task that you're doing and throw something out on Indeed or Upwork or Fiverr or LinkedIn even as well. But you definitely want to put together some role based on what you're doing and no longer want to be doing and of course, advertise for it. From there, step four, once you promote it, perhaps get some inquiries or some referrals that whoever you're going to be having in your sphere is a good fit. Of course, there's lots of different ways and I've learned this the hard way. So I'm going to share some things that I've learned along the way to kind of speed this process up for you and make this decision process a little easier. I for sure would not narrow your options down to one person. I would probably have three or four different people that you set up an interview with. That's really big. And depending on where you're at in your business, I know that some people have, if you already have a team member, perhaps this is something that you delegate to them and they set up the initial interview. And if somebody's a good fit, then it'll come to you. Or if this is your first hire or you're your only person running your business, you can set this up. And this might feel daunting in the beginning, especially if you're overwhelmed. Always and remind yourself, think short-term pain for long-term gain, okay? Hiring and this initial process, yes, it is going to feel like a little bit of work in the beginning. But I'm telling you, it will be so worth it. So keep going. Pick three or four candidates, set up an interview, have some questions prepared, ask them, get a vibe, see how they communicate, see how you feel, go with your gut. 
And from there, I always recommend giving them a mini test or a mini assignment. This is standard practice in, especially in my sphere, whether I was hiring before or being hired, I was either given something to do or always this is something I recommend doing because it can really help make sure that you're choosing the right person. You're able to, in this process, analyze their communication skills. You can see how quickly they respond. You can see how fast and efficient and well done they do assignment if they even do it at all. Sometimes having somebody do an assignment, this sometimes can, they, they can walk away. They can be like, no, I'm out and that's fine. I personally do not want to hire somebody that is not willing to go above and beyond, that doesn't want to just show me their experience and prove to me that they really want this. So if they're not willing to even do it, amazing. Thank you. Don't waste your time. Don't waste mine. And you'd be surprised how many people won't do it or will be late or don't actually even know how to do the task, even though they said they did. This is just a really good way to honestly just not waste your time or theirs. I would also give them something, do a mini test with your potential candidates, your your interns, get them to actually do work that you need off your plate. Get them to edit some photos for you. Get them to put together some actual posts for social media that you're going to do. You then can actually use the work that they're doing. And then it will really be able to give you an idea if they are a good fit. That is the whole process around trying to hire somebody, finding someone, giving them a little test. And so amazing. You found your unicorn. They're here. They want to help you. Now there's a little bit more that goes into it. So, So step five For each of the tasks that you want to offload and delegate and get some help with, I want you to start thinking about creating instructions and thinking about how you want each of them to be done. And so this is why I also am always talking about creating processes and systems in our business. And this is why this is so important because the idea is that you want anyone to be able to come into your business and to be able to learn the ins and the outs and and the tasks that you have going on and be able to take them off your plate without you. Because even if this person, you hire them, you onboard them, maybe something comes up, maybe they get a better opportunity, maybe it's on a vibe, you want to have a process out of what you just did so someone else can come in and actually learn the role without you, right? This is scaling, you guys. And don't let this stress you out, please. I I feel like I can hear some of you being like, oh my gosh, my business isn't even close to this yet. And that is okay. But I still want you thinking about it. Everything you're doing, if you have to do something in your business more than two times, it can be a process. It can be a system that you can turn into instructions, into some sort of format that you can eventually offload. One way to do this, I'm really big on creating videos rather than writing things out. I think it's more efficient. I think it's more tangible. I think it's more digestible for people in my sphere. Videos, you can either screen record a process. I've done that so many times. Or if this literally is your first time onboarding a teammate, when you train them that initial time, record the training session so that you can use it for later. Then they can also go back and re-watch the training session. If they forget something or they needed to learn a process, they have that to kind of reference and refer back to. The goal is just, like I said, to create a process, a repeatable system that can be used over and over and over again. Of course, keep in mind that in the beginning, you're, you're going to need 
to train and do a little hand holding. You're going to do have to do a, a little initial work. Again, short-term pain for long-term gain. And you're going to have to oversee things and also expect some mistakes. This is normal. These people are, are humans. We all know and can remember what it's like going through learning curves and learning a business and learning a brand, especially in my business. Somebody has to learn me. I am the business. Learning my voice, learning my communication skills, learning the ins and outs. So just be patient, know that it's normal and it will get better. It might take a minute. They should start to pick up things within four to six weeks, depending on the project. It could be upwards of three to six months, depending on the scale and the level for basic administrative and, and first initial VA kind of role tasks. Four to six weeks, they really should be up to speed and you should be feeling that <sighs> sigh of relief for what they're doing. A really great example, just to kind of give you some context, is let's say you're hiring an assistant or a VA. That's that's the most common first role. And you want this individual to handle your inbox. You're like, you know what? I'm spending two or three hours in my emails every day. Ain't nobody got time for this. I need you to just take this off my plate. Please, dear God. So for the first few weeks during the initial training process, have her copy you, have her CC you with all the communication so that you can make sure that she's understanding the role, understanding your voice, the tone, having your brand and your communication skills on par with the level that you want them to be. And then from there, offer suggestions, give feedback if there's anything that needs adjusting, really use this as a learning time for both of you. So that's just a really small and short example of how you can initially train and kind of oversee without having to be like in their face. So that's just an example. Be patient with this process. Know that it's going to get better. I promise you it's growing pains that ultimately are going to lead to just so much greatness in your business. Next step, which is a very important one, number six, is setting expectations and deliverables. This one is so, 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 so huge. You want to make sure that these two pieces, these expectations and deliverables are super clear right out of the gate. It's so important in any role. Having the role duties mapped out, having deadlines set in place, setting KPIs, so key performance indicators, numbers mapped out. All of these things are not only going to help your new hire know what's expected of them, but it's also going to help you stay on track and it's going to make sure that you're actually profiting from this role and their work and hitting the goals that you need to be hitting in your business based on the action and based on the work that they're doing. I want to give an example to put it into context for you. So let's say you're hiring a salesperson to help you close sales. You're done with sales calls. You need to outsource this. You train them. You record it. Amazing. They're taking calls. It's very important though, before they even start doing that, that you both know numbers associated to this role. You know, you both know the number of leads that need to be booked per week, per month. You both know the number of sales that they need to close in order for their role to be profitable. And when you both know what is expected and the deliverables, how many calls need to be booked a month, then the expectations are super clear. There's no miscommunication. There's no lack of clarity. It's clear. It's set in stone. And that is business. That is literally what we're working towards. Goals, numbers, 
the not so sexy things, they're the, ultimately the things that bring revenue into our businesses. And every role that you hire for needs to have goals, KPIs, rocks. That's another term for that is played around in the, the corporate world. It's just important to know what's expected. How many posts on social media? How many newsletters? What all of those things, everything have a number, everything coming back to the bottom line, the end goal of, of revenue that you want to be generating, making sure that it's very crystal clear on what your revenue goals are and what we're all working towards. Don't keep this a secret. This is something that everyone in your business needs to know so you all know what to be working towards. Even if you hire somebody just basically, you know, role to help you respond to your comments and your DMs. There needs to be a deliverable and an expectation and a goal towards this. I would even try to put a sales number towards here. Let's say you want them working towards booking you through the DMs or booking calls through the DMs, making sure that that's also aware. So yes, responding, taking it one step further, how can you bring this person into a paid offer or how can you turn and convert this person that you're talking to in my DMs into an email lead? Whatever it is, it's going to, again, look different for everybody, but making sure that there's an end goal and a target that they need to be hitting besides just making sure they get back to everybody, making sure you're getting back to everybody how and what is the end goal and having it written down on paper so it's mapped out expectations and deliverables are super clear. This also goes for communication on on hours and availability and, and how you communicate with one another. This one is also huge and it's and it's really important to have this mapped out and clear from the start. The last thing that you want is for your new hire to feel like you're not respecting their time or you're not respecting their boundaries or vice versa. So ask. Asking is so important when we're working with people. Hey, when are you available to work? How would you like me to contact you? Here's when you can contact me. Here's when I will be available. Being super crystal clear and just making sure that you're on the same page and being respectful of each other's boundaries. So huge and can literally make or break the hiring and the delegating process in your business. Okay, last but certainly not least, number seven, treat your people well. This one, oh, this one is so important. This one is near and dear to my heart. I have been on both ends of this. I have done a lot of the hiring and firing, but I've also worked and ran and been on side of lots of businesses of brands, especially lots of female solopreneurs. I really know what it feels like on both ends. I know what it feels like to give, give, give and not be compensated properly and to feel advantage of. And I also know what it feels like to have someone work for me and work for my company and I'm the manager and not follow through on what they said they're going to do. These things happen. It's normal. This is the world that we live in. This is running businesses and hiring and all of the things. The biggest thing I think that it comes down to is communication and honestly just being kind. I know that that sounds so cliche, but it's true. Communication is so important how you, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. This is why having meetings and check-ins is super important. And this is why if you don't know, ask. Ask your people what's working and what's not for them. Ask them what they like about the role and ask them what they don't like about the role. 
give them more of what they like, ask them what their genius zone is, custom things for them, empower them, promote them whenever it's possible, increase their pay if you're going to increase their workload. As you grow, make sure it's very clear that you want them to grow and make sure that that's actually something that they want. It's communication. It's being respectful. It's being kind. And it's being freaking appreciative. It goes such a long way when you really appreciate the people that are in your sphere that give to you in your business that want to help you grow. What a gift. What a gift. And when you can really appreciate those people, of course, you're paying them, but they are helping you. They are taking things off of your plate so you can continue to grow. Just be appreciative of it and make them know and sing their praises. Everyone has different ways of receiving communication and receiving love language, right? We all have different human designs and we all have different love languages. Not everyone needs words of affirmation, but give it to them anyways. (laughs) Give it to them anyways. Let them know and just keep the communication open and going. You're going to learn so much when you start delegate things. And I'm so excited for you wherever you're at in your journey And I think it just always comes down to really communicating and being kind. And I also, you guys, I want you to do all of these six or seven steps. Sorry, I lost count. I think it was seven. I want you to do this in your personal life as well. This may not apply to you and in your business and life right now, but I'm telling you, it's going to one day because this is the goal. This is what we're working to. And there's There's things in your personal day-to-day life that you're probably spending a lot of time on that you probably or maybe no longer want to or shouldn't be. And everyone has different genius zones and everyone has different things, but maybe that's cooking. Maybe that's cleaning or laundry or maybe that's driving your kids somewhere to events and soccer and, you know, school, whatever. Maybe it's homework that you're doing with your kids. Again, everyone has different scenarios in different lives but I'm telling you there is a role that can be outsourced in everything in life everything can be handed off when the time allows it maybe it's time that you have a cleaner come in once a month what a luxury and what a privilege and I am not unaware of that okay just know that the more that we hand off the more you're going to allow space for yourselves to show up in your genius zone And to make space for the things that you should be doing, aka revenue generating things. And then the more you're going to thrive in both your businesses and your personal life. Trust me. Trust me. I've seen it. I've done it. I just know it to be true. And I know that it's scary. I know it's scary investing in other people when we think we can do everything. But I'm here to tell you, you cannot do everything. And you're doing yourself a disservice if you think that you can. I am so thankful for my two ride or die contractors in my life right now. Even like I, they're the best team and they take so much off my plate. I would not be able to run my business, run this podcast, do as much marketing that I do without them. And for the longest time, I thought I could do everything. So I, I, hands to God, I know exactly how it feels. But I also know what a relief and I, I don't even, I can't even imagine doing the things that they're doing now in my business. I hope that you found this helpful. I can't wait to start to see and hear about you guys delegating in order to elevate in your business. Girl, it is just, it's your time, okay? It's your freaking time, all right? If you found this episode valuable, please take a screenshot, tag me, send me a message, let me know what you thought about it. I love hearing from you. If you feel called to leave a review, 
on iTunes. That helps me out so much. That helps my podcast get seen to other people. I'd be so freaking grateful. All right, beauties. Until next week, love you lots. Take care. Hey, love. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. It truly means the world to me to have your support. It is my mission to help as many female entrepreneurs and business owners as I possibly can. So if you found support or guidance in any way into today's episode, the best way you can show me your love in return is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing it on social media with you and or your team. Or even better, you can always leave me a review on whichever platform you're tuning in from. I will be reading every single one. And don't forget, if you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Frida. that's A-Y-L-A-F-R-E-D-A, or you can learn more about me, my coaching services, or all my amazing freebies at www.aylasorochuk.com. That's A-Y-L-A-S-O-R-O-C-H-U-K.com. I can't wait to connect again next week. Bye, girl.